Welcome back to the Google Ads Fundamentals Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rhodes, and in this episode, we're going to talk about the thing that makes marketing online so much easier than other forms of marketing, data. We'll discover what a tracking pixel is and why you absolutely must set up your conversion tracking before you start investing any money into Google Ads. As always, if you head over to gafcourse.com, that's GAF, which stands for Google Ads Fundamentals, gafcourse.com, you can get all of the videos for this course, including two screen sharing videos for this module, where I show you step-by-step how to create your first conversion in Google and how to see this vital data in your account. Now, let's get to the content. Hi, Mike again, and welcome to the module on measurement. Firstly, congratulations and thank you for making it this far. Secondly, congratulations for wanting to dig into something that is easy to ignore. I can't tell you the number of advertisers I've worked with that have never made it this far, that have never set up any kind of tracking, any kind of measurement. This is the bit that sets digital advertising apart from traditional advertising. It is so easy to measure the outcomes from showing our ads, from measuring who's clicking on our ads, from measuring for every 100 clicks, how many people do we get to fill out the form? This is the bit that makes it, for me, so exciting. And, and honestly, it's, it's an, an addictive game. It's a bit like stock market trading. To, to watch your Google Ads account, you're going to want to log back in every day, every other day, to see the changes, to see the outcomes. Oh, I can see that when I did this, then that happened. I can see that when I doubled my bid, I actually got three times the number of leads. This is really profitable. This is great. Remember I said right at the beginning, um, I ended up in business with a guy who gave me half of his business and we sold a hundred grand's worth of stuff in three and a half weeks. Well, the first day when I turned that ad account on, we lost money. And then I made a bunch of changes. And the next day we lost a little bit less. And then I made a bunch of changes and then we lost less. And by the end of the first week, we were break even and we cranked up the budget. And we started making money and I made more changes and we made more money and I made more changes. And it was just an addictive game to see, oh, if I do this, I get that. That feedback loop is near instant. It's not exactly instant, but it's pretty bloody close, which means you get to see the, the, the cause or the effect of that change. You, you, you get the instant feedback of when I do this, then that happens. Oh, don't do that again. Shit, that was bad. Let's try this instead. And I get to try a new thing and see what the impact is. That fast feedback loop, I don't know anywhere else in, in media that that's possible. You, you, there are ways to measure TV and radio and print and outdoor, but it's much, much harder and it's much less accurate. There are downsides to this high level of accuracy. We don't need to go there, but basically people have become lazy. And there's a whole topic around attribution, which was way beyond the, this particular course, and we don't need to go there. But what actually causes that person to buy? Was it that ad they saw? Was it the other ads that they saw? In what combination and how often and when? And we don't need to go there. We really don't. But the ability to measure and the ability to get near instant feedback 
with your measurement is what makes Google so different and so exciting and probably so profitable for your business. That's what I want for your business. So let's have a few videos here and talk about measurement. When I was a kid, I think I was about five or six years old, I saw this TV program about a guy. He was hanging out the side of a helicopter managing deer, I think it was, in New Zealand, shooting them with tranquilizer darts and, and moving them around. I don't know exactly what he was doing, but the guy was hanging out the side of a helicopter. And I thought, bloody hell, that's cool. I want to fly helicopters. I want to be a pilot. And I did. Uh, I was about 20 years old, I think. I went to Hawaii for the summer and I learned to fly in Hawaii, which was lovely. I ultimately decided I didn't want to be a pilot as a job for a whole bunch of reasons that we don't need to talk about now. This isn't therapy. But I decided not to be a pilot and I decided to be an entrepreneur instead. But I'll tell you that story because there's a big, big difference in pilots. When you learn to fly, you learn using something called VFR or visual flight rules. So you learn to fly the plane or the helicopter by looking out the window, seeing where you are, and using that as your guide of where to go, where to land, etc. When you become a better pilot, you actually learn to fly using the instruments in front of you. You don't need to look out of the window. You know exactly where you are, exactly which direction you're going, when you're going to run out of fuel, where you need to turn. You know everything by looking at the instruments in front of you something called instrument flight rules or IFR. And that's the difference really between an amateur pilot and a professional pilot, which I never was. It is exactly the same in your marketing. Typically, when someone starts out, and again, remember we've said digital advertising, digital marketing is very, very different to above the line, old school TV, radio, etc. So I'm just talking about digital. But many, many digital advertisers won't measure anything. And they will rely on their gut, their instinct. And this is like the pilot that's looking out the window, trying to decide where to go next. You are not going to get the best results by doing this. My plea is that you be a professional pilot, that you be a professional marketer, and that you use instruments. You use data, not gut feel, but data to make your decisions. In order to do that, we need to start measuring those outcomes that we talked about before. See, everybody measures the input. Everybody measures how much they're spending. Everybody can tell you within a couple of dollars how much they spend on Google Ads every single day. But what we care about is what pops out the other side of this machine. What outcomes do we get? How many forms do we get filled out? How many phone calls? How much does it cost us to get each of those outcomes? So that... When we make changes inside the machine, we can measure the change in those outcomes. And we get to know, okay, my bid was a dollar. If I increase my bid to $2, what happens to my cost per lead and the number of leads? And remember, it's the combination of those two that equals your profit. Because maybe if I double my bid, I actually get three times as many leads and they don't cost too much more. So I want you to be a professional search marketer to use instruments to ignore the drilling in the room above and use data to make your decisions, not gut feel. So we've said that Google Ads is amazingly trackable and we've decided that we're going to use data to make our decisions, not gut feel. 
But what should you actually then track? Because the number of things that you could track is pretty vast. But when you're starting out, I'm going to suggest you start with the simple stuff and start with just one thing. And that is people that fill in a particular form on your website. Now, if you're an e-commerce store owner, then that form obviously is going to be the shopping cart itself. And we can get all kinds of funky there. We can actually pass through the, the revenue, the total amount that somebody spent with you. We can pass that back to Google as a revenue amount and therefore make changes based on how much revenue we got for each click rather than just did we make a sale or not because a $20 sale is very different from a $6,000 sale. We actually need to know the revenue involved. For our lead gen website, we're probably going to track some sort of thank you page. So you probably have a form on your site, probably on the contact us page. When somebody fills in that form, hopefully they go to a different URL. And you know that by looking at the top of the browser, a different URL, some form of thank you page that says, thanks for filling in your details, be in touch soon. And here's what you can do next. Now, depending on how your website is put together, you may or may not have a thank you page, but talk to your web developer. There will be a way where you can basically what's called fire a little piece of code so that when somebody does what you want them to, i.e. fill out the form, even if they don't go to a thank you page, but let's stick with that example. It's easier to, to picture in our minds. When they land on that thank you page, and again, talk to your friendly web geek if you don't have one, but when they land on the thank you page, a little piece of code fires that has a chat back to Google and says, hey, remember that person that, that clicked on the ad 20 minutes ago? Well, they just did what we wanted them to do. They just filled out the form. We got another one. Hey, put a tick next to that keyword and that ad and that ad group and that campaign. Put a tick next to that stuff that caused this person to visit so that we know that was a good one. Um, Let's go back to our property conveyancing lawyer. So imagine coming back into our Google account. Probably wouldn't do this. Just imagine you don't look at it and you come back a month later and you only had two keywords and there was a property conveyancer and that now has 10 conversions. A conversion is just somebody did what you wanted them to do. 10 conversions next to it. And then you have another keyword, with a property lawyer with zero conversions. Now you know which one you want to increase the bid for and which one you want to decrease the bid or even delete out of the account completely because we're tracking the input, how much money we're spending, and the output. What do we get as a result of this? And we're going to call that a conversion. In Google Analytics, if you're familiar with Google Analytics, it's called a goal in Google Analytics. In Google Ads, it's called a conversion. And we can set up lots and lots of different conversions. The second one you might set up probably be phone calls and, and phone calls coming into your business. Well, that's a bit harder to set up. There's more code involved. So I'm going to suggest, this is Google Ads fundamentals, remember, not mastery, that we just track people filling out that important form on the website. And how we do that is we put a little piece of code on the thank you page. So when someone lands on the contact us page, nothing has happened. But only those people that successfully make it through that form, make it to the other side, i.e. people that land on the thank you page, only those people get tracked. And we do that by having a little piece of code that talks to Google and says, yep, I've got another one. Mark that one as good. So let's talk about how we do that in the next video. So what is a tracking pixel? 
Um, it's often called a tracking snippet or even a tracking tag. Yep, geeks have got lots of different words for exactly the same thing. The word pixel, by the way, it, it comes from originally what it was is if you think about a, a picture that you would look at on a page, that's a certain number of pixels by a certain number of pixels. Screens these days might be, say, 2,000 pixels wide by 1,000 pixels high. So the way things were tracked originally was to put a tiny one pixel high, one pixel wide, essentially a tiny picture on a page, and that picture lives somewhere else. So when a page loaded, part of the instructions, part of the code for this page said, go get this picture and put it on the page. So it would have to wander off, grab this one by one tiny little picture, bring it back and put it on the page. And the act of doing that meant that we could track the page. We could track what happened on the page. And every time this picture got called for and, and, and the code on the side said, hey, I need that picture, we would know that something had happened on that page and therefore we could track it. So that's where pixel comes from. It is essentially just a little piece of code that we put on important pages of your website in order to track what's going on. So we said in the last video, when we're starting out, we're just going to track people that make it through to our thank you page. Someone's filled out a form and they make it to the thank you page, or maybe it's the receipt page if you're an e-commerce site. We're going to put a little piece of code on there, and that's going to talk to Google Ads. So we need to come into our Google Ads account and create this piece of code, this tracking pixel. And you're going to find this in the conversions part of your Google Ads account. So again, go to Tools up at the top of the page and then Conversions. And this will take you to a screen which is going to be completely blank when you start out. There's a big blue button on there that says Create a New Conversion Action. Again, we can have lots of different conversions. A few weeks from now, you might have a lot of different conversions. Let's just start with one. So we're going to create a conversion action, which is going to be a lead. So we're going to set this up. We're going to give it a name. Choose a couple of other settings. Don't worry about the details for now. Just follow your nose or have somebody else do it for you. And you're going to create a new conversion action. And that's going to spit out at the end a little piece of code. Now, if you know code, if you understand how your website is put together, then by all means, go install that piece of code yourself. There is an option there to send the code to your friendly web geek. So you plug their email address in and the code and all the instructions get sent to your friendly web geek and they will go do it for you. Yes, that's a service that my agency Web Savvy offers, but I'm not here to sell my services. There's many, many different ways that you can do it. You can probably go find somebody on Upwork that will do this for you if you really want to do it on the cheap. But if you don't understand code, don't go anywhere near it. Let somebody else do it. If you understand code, then go for it. There's a third option, which is to use a tool called Google Tag Manager. Now, this is a great way to do it. Many sites use this thing called Google Tag Manager. Let's not go into the details of what that is, but it's essentially a, it's a very easy way to add lots of bits of code to a website. You need a geek involved once, and then after that, it's a very easy way for you to add code to different pages. Essentially, you've got a piece of tracking code, and you need to add it to the right page of your site. Once you create your first conversion in your Google Ads account, you're going to find a few new columns available inside that account. The three that I'm going to suggest you worry about for now and the three that you're going to add, and I'll show you in another video how to do this, 
but there's three columns that you're going to add to the various views of the data that you look at inside your account. And they're called conversions, cost per conversion, and conversion rate. So conversions is just the total number of things that you wanted. So the total number of people that filled in that form. Later on, once we start tracking other things, which might be phone calls, it might be PDF downloads, it might be people that watched a video or people that clicked on a particular link or even viewed a really important page. There's all sorts of things we could track. For now, that's going to be successful leads because we're only tracking people that made it through to the thank you page of our site. So that's what conversions are. Cost per conversion, we've kind of covered this already. CPA or cost per action. So if we've spent $1,000 and we've got 10 people to our thank you page, then we've got 1,000 divided by 10, which is 100. So our cost per action, so it's called a cost per conversion or cost per action, sometimes it's a cost per lead, is going to be $100. If we've spent $500 to get 10, then obviously our cost per lead is $50. And then conversion rate. So this is the number of conversions you have compared to the number of clicks that it caused to get those. So if we've got a 100 clicks and 10 conversions, we've got a conversion rate of 10% because one in 10 did what we wanted. If we have 100 clicks but only one conversion, then we've got a conversion rate of 1%. Only one out of every 100 people did what we wanted them to do. So you can't, um, well, there, there are ways, but you can't easily change your conversion rate inside your Google Ads account. Your conversion rate is going to come down to how your website is set up, how compelling is your offer, do people see value in what you're offering. So that's all stuff that happens over on your website. I mean, you can you can affect it a bit. You can choose better keywords. You could choose to get rid of keywords that convert really, really badly. But for the most part, how you improve conversion rate is going to depend on your site. Your cost per conversion or your CPA, that is absolutely something that you control inside of Google. Because the more you bid, the more you pay for each click, then probably your CPA is going to go up because the conversion rate, all things being equal, if the conversion rate stays the same and you're now paying $2 a click instead of a dollar, then your CPA is probably going to double. So those three columns are absolutely critical to understand the number of conversions, the cost per conversion, and the conversion rate. We're going to come back to these three columns over and over again, but particularly in the next module, which is optimization. I'll see you there. Hey, it's Mike here again. Just a quick reminder before you go, head to gafcourse.com and grab all 40 videos for this course for free. And in the last episode coming up of this season, we are going to cover the most important topic of all, optimization. Once you've got everything set up, you now need to optimize those campaigns to squeeze the most out of it. Knowing what to change and when to change them will turn Google Ads from an interesting sideline into a profit machine for your business. So join me in module seven, episode seven, in the next episode.